digging in the crates for something good. Hidden gems often misunderstood. Cause you know there's no such thing as too much. Welcome back to the show. This week, my friend Carly was here and we talked about having kids. Not her and I having kids, but just the idea of having kids and what that can mean for one's life, some of the fears and concerns that come with that. And we talked about where she's at with that decision in her own life right now. It was an interesting conversation. It was a lot of fun. I hope you guys enjoy it too. Here it is. Carly. Hello, Jay. Hello. Hey, thanks for having me here. Yeah, thanks for... I'm really uh, excited to be here. Me too. And your space is so cool. Yeah, you know, I um, I keep saying it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do video eventually. Okay. Because I think we do talk about the space a lot on here. Or oh, I really? do with other people. I like this space. It's got That's a lot nice. of things. I got Legos in front of you that nobody yeah. can see. But yep. one day I'm going to do a one live day. stream... It's just a lot. It's It's been a lot just to figure out like how to work everything I have already. Yeah, I always say like set your goals because if you continuously dwell on what you want to do, you'll never do them. That's so true. So it's great to have aspirations and dreams. You're saying I should write it down. Yeah, maybe. Maybe Give yourself a timeline and Mm -hmm. then just do it one day. That's usually how I think about things a lot. And then I just one day I'm like, all right, today's the day. Yeah, that's how I feel all the time is that how it's gonna uh go for you with kids oh probably (laughs) not i think that if i have the opportunity to be able to plan for something like that um i will definitely not be a okay let's it's time you know one of those things yeah well that would be hard yeah i think the same thing i don't know yeah which i guess brings us into our conversation for this yeah i okay so Tell me how old you are first yeah, of all. Yeah, so I, are, I am 22. I am graduating college this summer with a BA in advertising. I am looking to pursue a pre-med program. Not, excuse me, I'm not sure where, but we'll be at a state school because that's what my scholarship is through. So I'm really excited. Yeah. Yeah, I, have, I started out college wanting to be a, um, a pre-med major, and I did that for one year. So I actually have a biology minor, which is kind of funny. Um, and I ran into like a weird professor who talked me out of it, of staying in, because like we were doing like a weird like five-year plan talking about insurance or something. Like some of those like weird like foundation classes, you know? And he was like, well, uh, the US is gonna be socialized and, and doctors that's all it took. won't, yeah, doctors won't make any money and uh, you should just go do what your heart wants to do. Which I like, I don't know, I guess at the time I was working for a department where I was doing graphic design and I was like pretty good at it, I would say. And I pursued that for a little bit. And so I was like, you know, this is a lot easier. It truly is. That came naturally to me than studying genetics at 3 a.m. And so I figured that if I could graduate in four years and get a degree that I would like, 
and not have to worry about medical school because at the time I didn't know if I was going to be able to pay for it, but now, like, I can. Um, I just switched. But, like, ever since then, I've always, like, had this lingering, I won't say dread, but, like, want to know if I were to go back and do it, how I would do. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I think that life is so short that, like, if you're not doing something that you, you know, want to want to take a chance at and you have the ability to like you should just if see you're what not happens. doing that then like what's the point yeah yeah so my ultimate goal is to be a pediatrician huh. yeah that's good yeah and you're in a long-term relationship right i am i've been dating my boyfriend going on three years now it feels like forever though i've been in, in a, two in series. a good way or a bad way would you say in a, go- in a oh, good way? Or good way. Yeah. You said it feels like no. It feels forever. like it feels like in a good way. It feels like like since I've been to, I've been two long term relationships. One that was three years. One was two. It's like sounds so short since I've been you know going longer. I guess in other. No, it sounds like forever to it me. It does. Yeah, but then, I've never been. But then whenever you talk to like old people or something, not old people, but people who've been married for like twenty years or whatever, more than that, they're like oh two years you still got time to make sure it's the right one. Oh, i think if you get yeah. past a year with somebody doing yeah. pretty good yeah we've been living together for hmm, yeah almost two years two years now yeah because it was it was more financially smart we were hanging out with each other all the time anyways so it was like yeah why are we paying an extra thousand dollars a month if we're always with each other yeah and so we just kind of made that leap and it's been really, really good and really nice. And Okay. It. So Gotta looking forward, it. what if, what I don't, if, I don't know, uh, your boyfriend, yeah. I don't know what's going on with you, but let's just say okay. you got married. Okay. We got married. Bam. Shabam. No kids. No kids. Yeah. So I do not want to have children on my own. Um, and that's comes from a number of reasons. Not because I don't like children. I love children. I want to dedicate my life to helping children and helping mothers help their own children and in a sense, like save lives of young children. Um, I have been a babysitter since I was 16. I'm constantly babysitting someone's kids on on and off, you know. Um, But I would love to adopt. I love to adopt. Like there's no part of me that says I don't want to have kids on my own but the fact of giving birth is horrifying to me is that the only thing though like is that what would stop you honestly from having kids? honestly yes like I think that the financial side of it I could be able to get through I feel like um you know if my partner and I did end up staying together and I wasn't stuck as a single mom it would be a lot more hopeful you know my mom raised my sister and I as a single mom until we were five. I was five and my sister was three and like horror stories from that is insane. But the reason why I don't want to have kids of my own is because, well, I'll go back a little bit to a research project I had to do last semester. Okay. So I'm an advertising major, as I said, and one of the big classes we have to take, I think everybody does, I'm not sure, but the school I had to take is a research class. And so we have to write a like, 50 page background research paper and then like almost 150 page paper on the research project that we do and so i decided so i actually have a small business i make baby hats which is kind of funny i I did it mainly because i liked making things with my hands and 
it was easy, simple, fast, and I like shipping and packaging things. So it just, it honestly just like turned all my little likes into one little thing. But um, part of that, I have customers from all over the US and a lot in Canada. I actually just sent out three packages to Canada today, which is kind of funny. Okay. Because they, they actually have to pay for their own shipping for Canada. I do free shipping in the US, but Canada shipping's like really expensive, which is oh, Yeah, crazy. from here? Yeah, like $13 for a, a package that's like five ounces. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's insane. But anyways, so, say to say this lots of customers across the u.s and i was like you know what a great opportunity i have to interview these people who are mothers because i make baby hats right um and who are probably having the, they probably do have the answers that i'm seeking right so my research project was behind the scenes of how instagram use affected um young mothers with the age with kids ages 10 and younger and it turned out that i only interviewed one person who had a child over the age of five. So mainly they were newborns Mm -hmm. or less than three. A lot of them were. And um, so some of the questions I asked was like, so you see a lot of posts about other moms and you have this idealized version. Like, how does that reflect real life? That was one question I asked. I asked, like, do you have an obligation to post happy things versus sad things? Like real life things, not sad things, excuse me. Um, I also asked them, um, like, if you could change the way that you perceive yourself on social media, specifically Instagram, like, what would you change? And then I also asked them if you could look at your profile and it wasn't you. Like, if it was, like, somebody else looking at it, like, what would you say to this person's profile, which is actually your profile? You know, like, kind of stepping out of your own skin. And we got in these crazy conversations about motherhood that I had no idea about. Like seriously, I have taken so many biology classes, so many, I've babysat for so many mothers. I've been friends with mothers. I've seen so many posts. I've, you know, I've had this business and I read so many posts that people do post. And then all this like hard, soul crushing, depressing things that came from such a like lighthearted place. Like Like what? I mean, like, give me one, like, give yeah. me the worst example. So worst example was a mom who um, had a three-month-old, and we were doing an interview, and um, she was, she's from a, let's see, I'll go back. So she's from a well-off family. I won't say, obviously, I will not say her name or anything. She's from a well-off family, um, so all the support financially she would ever need. So if she needs help, she can go get help, she needs medicine, whatever, like, there's no fear but she never bonded with her child because her child was in the NICU or something for a few days or something happened where I don't know exactly what the deal was. I didn't, I did not push into that cause it was getting really emotional of a conversation at the time, but she like was just opened up to me and she was crying. I actually started crying. So I, like, I just felt so bad for her. And she was like, I don't think I'll ever be able to have this connection to this child. And like, I've gone to therapy for it. And of course it's only been three months, but like even her therapist said, like, you need more help than what I can give you. Like she had evil thoughts about this kid and like totally from the place that's like, doesn't make any sense. Like she has everything that she could ever ask for, for help. It's not like she's like, it's like ruining her life or anything, but she's seriously, it's like this detached thing that she gave birth to that she cannot be connected with. That was like so hard to yeah. hear, you know? And that's something I never thought was possible. I was like, oh, like, like even if like it was a, you know, 
a change of pace in your life, of course. And you have this like thing that, you know, needs you constantly and doesn't understand. You can't communicate with it. Like, would it really be to the point where you like, you hate it, you know? I don't know. I just never thought about that. I think that's something you can't have an answer to though. Yeah. And then like, like I remember I reached out to her recently. I did that. So my research project and, and excuse me, was finished in January and I reached out to her recently and her baby's now like eight months old or something and she had the same feelings. Oh, she said she was getting more mental health and they were doing um, hormone testing on her to make sure that it wasn't like something like totally got out of whack and her body was like making up for something like overcompensating. It's like, it's all neurological, like completely. Like she always had wanted to be a mother and that was like what hurt her heart the most is that like she couldn't be the mother she thought she could be or thought it was. Yeah. I, but I, I also wonder if some people aren't as ready to be parents as they think they are, or they're, they're so, they want so badly to be a parent mm-hmm. that, um, that desire blinds them. They don't even see that they probably yeah. shouldn't be having a kid yet. Yeah. You know, cause people have kids young, which is, yeah. I guess that's fine. But then I don't even think you've learned who you are yet. I I'm, 32 now i don't know that i'm ready to have a kid well i'm definitely not i'm not even i mean with anybody that i could have a kid with so i mean there's so many things that you can't know about having kids i don't have kids but i know that's true yeah and of course like i'm speaking from only a perception of these people who i've talked to and taking in how i would you know what if that happened to me yeah and like giving like i guess an opinion about the situation so of course if i had a child of my own it might be a totally different story and i might you know have a totally different answer but i don't think that i will be in that position even if you adopt though i mean i have um i have a friend i used to work with him and his wife adopted when they were like 40 Mm. these newborn babies and they grew up to have so many different problems that oh, yeah. they couldn't have known about. And it's just been a huge stress on his life. He mm-hmm. loves those kids and you do anything yeah, for them, but it's hard. man, are they, they're a handful. Yeah. They're adults yeah. now, but every time I see him, I'm like, how are things going? He's like, these kids. They're tearing us apart. Yeah. But he yeah, loves yeah, them. Yeah, it's so, just like. Yeah. So I babysat for a family when I didn't live in the state and they were adopting a child. They didn't know what age, and so they were on a waiting list, and it turned out to be an eight-year-old boy, and he came from like a whole different culture, and his mom was like on drugs or something, and it was like her last strike or something. Like, basically, he couldn't go back. So like, this was gonna be his permanent home. And yeah, they ended up getting a divorce. They already had two children before that, um, uh, and so this was, this was their third. They had so many arguments about it. Um, like it progressed, like the mom had to quit her job to take care of the eight-year-old boy who was like having these tent- temper tantrums at school, who like could not control his anger and was hurting the other kids. And like they didn't know what to do. They had no idea because you can't call the police on an eight-year-old, right? And yeah. they would sometimes. He would throw ten- temper tantrums that bad that the mom would, you know, be f- like actually fearful of, you know, her life and the husband or the dad couldn't do anything because it's eight year old boy can't beat them you know but at the same time like you have a kid coming at you with a knife a butcher knife from the kitchen threatening your other two kids it's like what do you do 
and he didn't have any type of psychological problems at all before that now he's fine now he's in high school and okay. he's doing great he's an honor society they've posted about how how much you know progress he's gotten he's on the football team like he's definitely like controlled himself but like getting to that point like they're still divorced and probably not gonna get back together but like that could happen too you know sure so I guess why do you feel um, more comfortable about the idea of adopting than you do having yeah. your own kids? I don't know if it comes from my fear of my own psychological being being changed and not having control over that. Or like some people who give birth have contractions up to like a month afterwards and living with that pain, I don't know if I could do or even giving birth. Like it's there, women are so strong and like I, if I've had brain surgery, you know what I mean? And I've, I've gone through the worst of the worst pain that I could ever have. People, I used to remember being in high school and people would be like, this pain that you're feeling is nothing like giving birth. Like you'll be fine if you ever give birth. Like you'll, you've already gone through the worst, you know, and, and maybe it does stem from that, but I don't know. I just don't think that like I, sh I don't, I do not feel called and I have no desire to have my own children. I don't want to. I have this like such innate f like feeling of like helping, I guess, than like wanting to create my own, which I I don't have, I have no opinion about that, you know. Yeah. Like do do what you want, like sure. If that's what you want to do, then do it. But I don't, you know. But do you think that'll change? <sighs> I don't know. Like ten years from now. Well, my boyfriend and I have talked about it. I think that like I used to have an idealized idea of like all of that but i don't know i i feel so much more content and like i don't know like happy thinking that like i wouldn't have to go through that i guess but you did before like you but yeah i did before because i didn't really understand i was like yeah i'm a woman right and i'm gonna find somebody i love and we're gonna have a baby and it's gonna be great and beautiful and we're gonna be strong and i'll be strong but then i like got to interview these amazing women who are, whose hearts are broken for the situations and experiences that they've gone through giving birth. Like one lady told me a horror story about the doctor, like feeling her up while putting an epidural on her back, like stuff like that. I mean, that could happen anytime, but sure, like, not just stuff just like, yeah, not just that, <laughs> but like stuff like that. And you don't like, or, you know, the, how medicine has changed over the last couple of years and how. Like if you have give birth in the hospital and what they can give you and not give you. And like if you're insured versus not insured, how they treat you differently. And then just like all that stuff. Like that's a whole other like stupid side of capitalism things. But I don't know. That's, I mean, that's a whole other thing. That could be for any, any hospital visit, but. That's true. Yeah, I don't know. I just. I Maybe you haven't totally narrowed it down yet i don't think i don't think it's the, that i just think that i haven't given myself a reason as to why i don't want to have my own children and i've kind of just accepted that i don't that's just the way you feel but you don't necessarily have like this is the yeah like if, if it ended up happening like you know i wouldn't be like the horrified you know but yeah. if i have a choice and I'm able to, like I said in the beginning, like able to have that plan and I'll be able to control. If I have the ability to control that, then it will not be my choice. Like at a, you know, fresh, clear mind with, you know, I actually have the power, you know? Yeah. 
but yeah i mean i think about that a lot i mean i don't know i think i would enjoy being a dad Mm -hmm. but then i don't want kids so badly that i'm willing to just find somebody to have kids with i guess oh yeah no yeah i definitely like i used to remember like you know playing mash and like middle school or whatever like date mary yeah you're having a baby or like what is it like smash pass pass and something whatever the paper yeah that paper thing where you like write a bunch of names down i forgot what it's called but i just remember like how like a little family i couldn't imagine having more than one child even if i had you know even if i had my own yeah i think we're all just built different some people want 10 children and they're like this is great i love it yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't want that I don't know I just, I just think that's that is remarkable and like I have like no judgment on that but at the same time it's like I I feel though feel as though I have like dedicated my life to like this career that I'm trying to pursue and I felt so like happy about it for like a good year now like in the first time in my whole life like actually being like yeah I'm gonna do this you know and I'm gonna be really happy did you have a moment I did have you a moment. Thing changed. What was I did it? I have a moment. So when I moved here, so I've only been here for two years. So I did half my schooling in a different state. I was looking at all my transcript stuff and seeing what I could, you know, transfer and when my degree would be over with. I was supposed to graduate this May, but my tran- my credits didn't pass through correctly or something weird. I don't know. It could be because I went pre-med my first year. I don't know. But I looked at them all, and I, you know, I'm going back all the way from freshman year, and I'm asking myself, these are interesting decisions that I made. Why did I take this class? Like, why did I want to do this? And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, like, how did I get here? Like, why am I going to Oklahoma City? Like, why am I going to school? like where am I going next and I was kind of like why did you switch I wasn't mad at myself about it I was just like why did you switch like that was your dream like you were president of a health club you started a chapter in Missouri like you got to go to Disney World for free because of this you won this huge scholarship I am debt free because of my medical love in high school and yet I changed my degree because of one person who was crazy and got fired later on that's a whole other story. Well, maybe he just remind or he like pointed it out. Maybe he just made you yeah. realize that you didn't want to do it. Maybe. I don't know. And then, and I kind of thought about it too for a long time. Like if I ended up being grad- graduating, right. For a f- with a four year bachelor of science and biology or whatever, pre-med and I don't go to medical school, like where I take an MCAT, let's say, right. And I fail it. Let's say, let's just say I failed the MCAT. Cause I was, you know, let's say it. Let's, let's just, just say, it. let's just do let's it. Say yeah. it out loud. I fail, fail the MCAT, right. Then what's my next step? So I have a four-year pre-med degree, and I cannot be a teacher because I have to have a master's degree to do that. Unless I want to be a you know teacher in uh, elementary school or, high, or middle school, some high schools. I can be a nurse, but there are so many nurse programs that are incredible through community colleges and nursing programs that will pay for you to go to nursing school. Because they always need nurses, right? Exactly. And so then I could be a researcher. I could help draw blood. These are all options that I don't need a four-year degree for. And so I sat, that was another part of my changing major. I was like, what is something that I need a major, like I need this degree for? 
that can get done in four years and it actually be worth my time because going to school for pre-med and not going to medical school is worthless. It really is because there's so many other options that you can not be in debt and also get paid to do. I guess the worst part. I don't, I'm, you know, I didn't go to a four year college and I'm glad because I don't have any school debt. Yeah. That's amazing. Just paid as I went. But I also don't, I don't think I needed a yeah, exactly. four year degree for what I'm doing. Yeah. That's why like, so my boyfriend, he's an artist and like, we've had a lot of heart to hearts because he's in the air force too. I've had a lot of heart to hearts of how him going to school and I always question him. And we've had, we probably had like a good heart to heart three times in this whole, like good, solid, like into the night conversation. We had one last night actually. And I always ask him like, what do you want to go to school for? And he can never tell me what for. Uh, it used to be architecture. I'm like, well, so that's four years plus two years plus you have to fight to get to the top because it's a hugely saturated, you know, department. He's a beautiful artist, right? So, so you want to go to school for art, but why? For what? You can take classes. You can learn a lot from, I feel like, if yeah, maybe taking classes is the thing, though, even if you didn't get a degree. I don't know. Like, I think that he can take classes, you know, like with private instructors and get an experience with people who are at his same school level. Because a lot of times you go to art school or some other school, especially a state school, and it's people who are not on your skill level for real. He's like world class. Like he's amazing. He oil. He also does all his painting in oil paint, which is also ins- insane. And he has all the time skill and like eye, and it blows my mind. Does he want to have kids? No. Yes. And it was almost kind of funny whenever we first started talking about this, like a long-term future. And I kind of like talking about marriage and all that kind of stuff, you know, like, are we going to get married? You know, one of those things. He's like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad you don't want to have kids. I also do not want to have kids. And he is the tender hardest, sweetest man you would ever meet. Like somebody you'd never come across as not being a father. Like he totally is like a father type of feeling guy, I feel like. Um, but yeah, he was like so honest, like relieved that I said that. But then again, like we're so young that it could yeah. change. Like I hope it stays that way. But the wor- I think the worst case scenario is one of you says, uh, I don't know. I want him now. Yeah. Because I think that's common. Yeah. But it's kind of like decorating a house and deciding to put something up on the wall whenever your partner doesn't even know about it. Right. And you said before you weren't going to put that thing on the wall. That has to be a conversation for both parties. Yeah. I think definitely 100%. Like, and I'm not judging people who do this, but people who like make that ultimatum, like we are 40 or whatever, let's have a child. Like this is it. Like we are going to not be able to, you know, and that's like it. And it can tear up relationships or make that person feel like they're not like welcome to voice their own opinion and stuff. So I think that if you set those boundaries early and consistently talk about them too, like if it does change your mind or if you do change your mind, like talk about that. Like, just to, like, make that, like, oh, I want to have kids. Like, we are going to have kids or else. Like, we're done. You know, that's so silly to me. I know. That's tough. I'm like, yeah. I mean, if you really want them, though, then yeah, is that's it silly? True. I mean, I don't know. I, then I think that you're not respecting the person that you vowed to live your life with. Yeah, but we're still, I feel like even if two people were together, you're still, in, should still be individuals. And oh, I you, think so. If you're like, yeah. I want kids and I realize it's the only thing yeah. I want and well, then that person might love you enough to be like, you know, like, let's talk about it and like, help me have my mind be persuaded, you know, and talk about those benefits and 
like carrying on the family name and having the DNA line continue, you know, all those fun things and, you know, having the sense of purpose past your own life. There's a lot of great things. Oh, sounds like you're talking yourself into it right now. Right? Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that, that would be my reasoning into having a child. I okay. Think. Well, besides like, you know, being wanting to have this like joy that I would not have otherwise, which I kind of get already from babysitting and, you know, being able to talk to the mothers that I am graciously able to over Instagram and the internet and emails. Yeah. I get people all the time. I post, okay, I post like all this like dumb inspirational stuff on my story on my business page because I get so much interaction and not, not for sales. I don't, you know, I don't, any, honestly, I don't have, have any spike in sales when I do this. It's mainly for interaction and trying to build this, this trust and saying like, although you're on the opposite side of the country, living in, te- in not Texas, Tennessee or whatever, like I am with you. I'm not a mother myself, but I love you. You are important. Whatever's going on in your life, like I want you to know that like you have a voice. So tell me another um, sad story. Another sad story. Interactions. One of these interactions. Um. What? uh, What's? Yeah. What are some of the the sad? You know, mothers. Sorry. Okay. So, um, social media, as you know, is like so fake in some ways. But then there's, like, this whole other side of social media that's, like, so real. And people, like, use that as a platform. And then you get into, like, this weird territory, like, like, do you post everything? Or do you post, like, whatever you want, you know? Or do you post only the happy things, right? I think, think those are really the three things. Happy things, like, the most, like, uh, like raw or, like, just whatever you want. And there's yeah. no cohesiveness or whatever. I'd say a bigger percentage is just the happy things, though. Yeah, right? And so whenever a lot of one of the main questions which uh, rounded about my research project was i think i mentioned um like how has your you know perception of social media changed after being a mother after you've seen all of these like beautiful like mother like nursing images and you see these nurseries and these beautiful white homes with these like babies smiling and eating their chopped peas and mom and dad are holding each other in the background blurred out or something you know like you have these like these like idyllic pictures in your head right and then you get home from the hospital and you're bleeding and you are stretched out and you are exhausted and your partner really can't provide you know all the care in a sense that you know a mother can it's it's different it truly is a different wall there are a lot of single fathers that end up in situations like that and that's a whole other story but then you are left to, you know, have this huge responsibility. And, like, where's your white walls and you and your partner snuggling behind each other? Like, wh- where's that at? And where is, you know, your child's throwing food? Like, where is the happiness in that, you know? So that's, like, But that's, like, people do that with everything, not just yeah. babies, just with relationships. Yeah, and so one of the, you know, this one of the sad, I guess not sad stories, but one of the kind of... I, good takeaways I had from one interview that I had. Um, she was talking about like how pissed off she was that Instagram lied to her that she like was alone because her partner had to go work and she only had one child, this infant, right? And so she was alone all day and nothing was happy. Not a single moment was happy because she was constantly either taking care of herself personally or trying to take care of this baby personally. 
and that there wasn't time for those pictures that are really cute and fun and adorable, right? Like, she didn't want to take a, take a picture of herself. And she's like, like, I wish that, like, I don't, like, she didn't want, like, all the, like, honestly, and then the, you get, like, the raw side of it, when then it turns to fake almost. Like, people are trying too hard to be, like, so raw and, like, real and emotional. And it's like, why can't we just post, like, what we want? I feel like people should just take a break from social media altogether. I mean, yeah. it gives everyone the well, wrong idea. Well, you know, like, idea. social media is, like, there's, like, this, like, well, there, so there is a conspiracy, slightly. It was on Reddit a few years ago. And I, like, I, oh, I get updated. I, I always find it, something like, on Tumblr, it'll show up. And it's, like, people still are commenting on it, although the post has been, like, grayed out or whatever that's called. But one of the people were saying about that truly people are losing interest in social media because it's becoming more heavily advertised. And so people are taking to more things like um, like blog posts and stuff, which is different. So it'll be interesting to see how it is adapted and changed. Because like, as you know, like Instagram recently be put on their ads on their, yeah. um, made that a part of their platform whenever Facebook bought them out. Which I don't mind. I don't much. mind that either. Yeah. I, I I just think people are on there looking for looking to other people to make them happy, yeah. or they're jealous of everybody else, or they're. It's sad. It's we gotta stop assuming that something is gonna make you happy. Yeah. Nothing's gonna make you happy. Not always. I don't. No. I don't care if you find the right partner. I don't care if you have yeah. a kid or the right job. There's always things that go wrong. There's always people that die. Oh, There's yeah. always you're gonna. You could get hurt. You're gonna lose people. Right. And that won't stop until you die. So right. thinking that you're gonna have a kid, and then it's gonna be beautiful. Of course, it is beautiful in some yeah, ways. In it's some gonna ways. be yeah. fulfilling in a deeper way. Yeah. It shouldn't be so. about the Instagram like show, posts. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's not about that at all. It's like mm -hmm. the. I think if you step away from social media and just live in that yeah. moment, it's, it would be different. It's the expectations that are the problem. Yeah. I get that. I think that as a great lesson, I think a lot of people miss is being content in the moment and where you're at and not stressing about how other people are going to think, but also not stressing about how other people are going to do things for you because you know, you can only do so much yeah. for your own self. So, yeah. I think it's just accepting sadness. Yeah. And happiness. Yeah, but be, being good with moments. whatever, like riding the roller coaster. Yeah. And not expecting it to be better or worse than it is. Yeah, just kind of take it, you know, take Some, it for yeah. what it is, face value. and. Some days are going to be great. Yeah. Some days aren't, and but that's Some okay too. Like that now sometimes. Those I used to have like this like goal. I felt like that I needed to like have this perfect etched out future, right? So like that whole you know narrative I did with not knowing whether I was gonna pay for medical school, right? I never gave my chance. I never gave myself a chance to even think about that. Yeah. I said it's gonna be really hard to do, and I need to not you know push myself and not know. I will just change my major. And I thought this was going to make me happy and it didn't. See, but there's a lesson right? in that too. Like you there wouldn't, you wouldn't have got that if you didn't, oh, if you exactly. didn't say, I just. Yeah. And I wouldn't it. have met people I met. Right. If yeah. I didn't, if I didn't switch, I wouldn't have had the opportunities I've had. And the cool ass people I've met, I met some real cool people. 
Okay, the, the straight line going from A to B, that's boring anyway. It is boring. I agree with that. You'll get wherever you're going. It's just going to be oh, like, yeah. you're going to be all over the place. And that's, oh, yeah. that's better. Yeah. I never thought I would end up at an advertising agency, but I like it. Yeah. I've learned a lot. I've met some great friends. Yeah. But never saw myself doing what I'm doing now. Not yeah. exactly. Yeah, I feel like I still have that open too. Like, I'm not like pre-med or nothing, you know? Like, yeah. I truly like I I thought I was going to be staying in school until this fall, but I ended up um getting the scholarship at state school. Any state school I really want to go to, which is really great. I was very very lucky. So I had to give up this semester. So I'm graduating this summer. So Summer or December? Summer, this summer. summer. Yeah. So, um, I was going to give this semester coming up the fall, I, which I'm not doing anymore, a like chance to like see. So I was, I was jumping into like second level classes that people had just taken, you know what I mean? So I was kind of like going to have to, you know, climb up the stairs and struggle to get up to knowledge, which I, I mean, I still retain a lot. I have lots of books to help me and the internet's great, but you know, I would not be able to raise my hands to answer any questions, but um, I was not able to do that this semester, which is okay. Yeah, I'm happy with it because you know I I can't I can't change it right now. Yeah, you did what you did. Exactly, I did what I did, and I'm not gonna cry about it. I'm not gonna post no. about it on social media either. You know, I never post about any of my surgeries ever on social media ever. People, like, good. I remember leaving, and I've never, ever posted about it. People are like, oh, my gosh, like, we thought you died for real. So I also, like, I don't know, for some reason I didn't have, like, my phone wasn't, like, cool enough to text people. So I never, like, talked to people on What, you phone. couldn't text? Like, it wouldn't No, it text? wasn't, like, it was, like, it was, like, one of those, like, slider phones. But I think it was, like, I think it was, like, a plan thing. Like, you couldn't text a lot of people. It wasn't in the plan. Yeah, it wasn't, like, in uh, the plan. Like, the actual while. cellular plan. Yeah. Like, the data. But, but back whenever AT&T was singular or whatever, I think. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I didn't pay my, I didn't pay a bill like that. So I don't know what, if that's true or not. But, like, seriously, I never, like, I never really talk about serious stuff. I think I'm more of on the side of, like, going with the flow and posting pretty things that I see. That's see that's all the good stuff yeah like i post a picture of some pizza boxes in my passenger seat yesterday night i'll show it to you well i saw that one over there did you see it it's on yeah. facebook or instagram it was on, it was both. on both yeah i saw it on one i of only typically only post on instagram and just push it through through facebook because there's that option yeah but like I just did, did so it. you don't ever post about bad stuff I have like a weight loss thing I've been like kind of pushing for mainly because I've been using my own social media as like a um, yearbook. So it's not for anybody else but myself type of thing, which also is what this weight loss is too. You know, I got sick of complaining about it and I just freaking did it. It's Good hard. For you. It's hard. Of course it's hard. It's freaking hard. And that's another thing. Like that idyllic thing, like join a gym, like it'll be It'll be fun to make friends. Like, it's yeah. fucking hard. Make it sound like fun. It but hurts. It freaking yeah. hurts. Like, running is not fun. Are you kidding? It is fun after a certain amount of not miles. Not yet. I'm getting into running. I'm no, gonna, no, no. <sighs> it's fun. It's fun. But, like, like I got to get, like, through four miles for me to feel any type of fun. Like, I, getting up to that four mile. It's terrible. Fourth mile. Yeah. And it's like, okay. Like, what's that? Okay. I'm, okay, we're going. We're still. Oh, 
We're yeah. only we're only at two point five. Okay. The great part through. about doing anything like that though is when you're done, you feel like you oh, did something. Oh, everything. Oh yeah. Come on, like, do we have enough God. time? Do we have enough time? Do we have a lot of time? What's happening? What is that noise? Oh, sounds like a phone of mine. I have Probably a bill collector. We have a minute and a half. Okay. Minute and a half. Well, I don't know. What to talk about. Is that is that going to pick up on your thing? Probably. I'm sorry. For anybody who can't hear, uh, Carly's phone is ringing. Wait, yeah, it's is it a, a 918 area code, so it is probably like Tulsa. Is right? it Tulsa? Is it 918 Tulsa? Oh, I don't know. It's probably some like you pay your student loan. Uh, oh. uh, we have information about you or some stupid thing. What? I have four years to pay them, bruh. Or like so. the facts I just got that said my oh yeah dad was not alive and. Yeah, yeah there's a life identity. insurance That's policy. like an identity theft thing. Oh, I kind of want to call him, Maybe. though. I, I mean, you should. You should call your dad. Call your dad, I want to call my dad and make sure he's call alive. Your dad, call your dad. Call your mom. Alive. This, this is, okay, this is a timely uh, podcast for Mother's Day. If you don't have a mom... I'm going to have my mom Call on. somebody that you know who is a mom or text them and say that you are proud of them and that you love them for being a mom, even if they're not your own mom. And just say that, you know, just want to let you know I appreciated you. That's a great way to wrap it up. There you go. Yeah. yeah, Thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. I don't know. I don't know if we, you know, discovered the answers to the world or anything like that. I don't think we did. No. But we. It is a 22 year old's opinion from a small background of taking care of children. Hey, but it is an opinion. It is. Yeah. You you combine your opinion with everyone else's and bring them together and talk about them. Yeah. Stuff gets done. Does. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. That's how the United States was made. Was it? Right? Because everybody was like hated Europe or Britain. Yeah. And they came over here. Yeah. They're like, yeah, I'm same boat, bruh. Yeah. We took a turn like somewhere else, but that's fine. We did. Okay. 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 We're done. That's fine. All right. right. Well, come on again soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. I'm glad I got a chance to talk to Carly. Kids is a tough topic. It, it is for me, at least. I mean, it's, um, I think, deciding to have kids or to not have kids. That's a tough decision in life. And uh, it's always interesting to talk through it with somebody else. So thanks again to Carly for coming on. If you like this episode, please let me know. If you hated this episode, please let me know. And if you have any ideas for future episodes, please let me know. Thanks so much for listening. And I'll see you next week.